0: And Caroline. Yep. Um, this is podcast episode number three. We are going to talk about Lent today. Yeah. Just like Lent in general because it's Lent next week. So like, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: A week from today is Ash Wednesday. I realized that earlier because I was sending out an announcement um, in our CCM group chat
0: and I was like, oh my gosh. But also it's not yeah. scary. I don't know why I freaked out about it. Yeah. No, it should be awesome. We're recording on a Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I think I strange. still want to put this out on, like, a, a Monday morning, but, like, we're both gone for the weekend. Yeah.
1: So Oh, are we going to put this out a different day? Are we going to try to be consistent?
0: Yes. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird for us. Weird for us. We've friends. never done this before. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, Lent. I love
0: Lent. Mm-hmm. I love Lent, too. I lo- this is my second Lent ever. Woo! Yeah. Um, I loved my Lent last year. So, my Lent last year, I was preparing to enter the church. Mm-hmm um, for the first time ever. You only do it once. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was awesome. Super intense. Yeah. What do you want to talk about what you did? I'm trying to remember all of what I did. I'm, I want to find my prayer journal. Mm -hmm. I did like a really intense prayer journal. I wrote, because I did a lot of food fasting. Um, I kept track of track of my exercise Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I had a different intention for every day and I wrote it down. I love that. Wait, I want to do that. I think I'm going to do it again this year. And so I like, I kept track of it for all of it. Yeah. Um, so that's super cool. Um, I was entirely vegan Mm -hmm. for Lent the whole 40 days. Um, I think I went to the gym three, four times a week, maybe five times. I don't know. And then, um, I fasted entirely on Fridays. I had no food. It wasn't like probably a proper fast because I would drink coffee and I think I would do, like shakes and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just because I have, I think I have some blood sugar issues and I was like, yeah, that's not safe. That's fair. Yeah,
1: not safe for yeah, me yeah. to do. Whatever. So. I mean, you don't have to say like a proper fast, right? Like. The church defines fasting as like mm-hmm. two small meals and then one large yeah. meal that does not equal the size of the two small meals put together. You know, I haven't memorized. Um,
0: but so <laughs> you know, gotta be specific. But, yeah, so I was like ultra fasting for the for for, right for
1: that for that definition. Yeah. So I don't think you can define it as like not real fasting. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. But it's cool. Fun. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. Very like, wh- what did that do for you? I guess in my question. How did you feel? Like, how did it make you feel? Not just physically, because obviously, like, eating "quote unquote" better. I mean, if you can, if you think eating vegan is better, some people don't. But um, yeah, it was better for being me. more sure, yeah. being more active, things like that. Obviously, made you feel more physically better. But like, how did that pour into your
0: spiritual life? Mm-hmm. The full day of fasting definitely poured into my spiritual life, mm-hmm. which I was not totally expecting. I was just kind of like, "Oh, this is gonna be awful." I <laughs> do it anyway, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like so dependent on Jesus. For that whole day. Yeah. It was really amazing. I love that. Yeah. It was great. I'm so so excited to do it this year when I can receive. Are you going to do it again? Receive communion. Oh, because I'll be like your only sustenance. That's really
1: dramatic. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very like old school say. Oh, what old school. I hate when I do this on a recording because I'm not going to remember. And then it's embarrassing because we didn't even talk about. Okay. Total side note. We didn't talk about in the last episode. The woman who poured perfume yes. on Jesus' feet. Washed, we talked about in our first episode. Feet with her hands. Yes. So we read a bunch of articles because apparently there's some dissonance among scholars about who it is. But Catholic scholars seem to continually mm-hmm. say that it's Mary of Bethany, the yes. sister of Martha and Lazarus, um, yada, yada, yada. And yeah. it says that she's a sinner. And so I guess some people are like... No, um, because... She must we, be a prostitute
0: <laughs> if she's a sinner. Yeah,
1: and that wasn't necessarily, like, written out, I don't think, anywhere that we saw. So it kind no. of was saying, like, her sins aren't laid out. Her sins aren't, like, this is what she did, this is how mm-hmm. she sinned, and we're all sinners, so it yeah. It's like, she was known as a quote-unquote sinner, obviously, in these passages, but what does that mean? We don't know.
0: And we also don't, I don't think, does scripture tell us what Mary of Martha's sister was, like, really doing before she, like, comes in... To
1: our, I, don't so. so don't I don't think so. Not as far as I know. But, but anyway, so we was, discovered yeah. it's it's Martha... Of Bethany. Uh, no, Mary of Bethany. Sorry, you said Martha's <gasps> sister. Mary of Bethany. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love her as a character mm-hmm. and as a as like a person. I sometimes forget that she's a person and I like want to pray for her intercession more because yeah. I feel like Martha and Mary are my girls in some ways. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. I thought this was really cool that it was Mary, um, Martha's sister, because there's mm-hmm. that story of... Um, mm. Martha is, like, cleaning and doing, and then Mary's, Mary's like sitting at the ink. feet of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it kind of made sense to me that, like, maybe she would have, like, some um, wisdom or knowledge about Jesus and what was mm-hmm, going to happen mm-hmm. to
1: him. And then, the, but then also... the relationship with him. Yes, and then it's also interesting to see the difference between the way that Mary and Martha respond to Lazarus's death, though, too.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know so,
1: this. Lazarus died right and so Jesus well first first Lazarus was sick and then Jesus was like called but he didn't come immediately so by the time he came Lazarus had been dead for like a few days so when um he came to like see Mary and Martha so when Martha heard that Jesus was coming um she went to meet him and Mary sat at the house Martha said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. By the way, I'm quoting this from the Bible. I'm not, I'm not like doing this off the top of my head. Um, um, And even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Martha says this. Mm -hmm. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the son of God, he who is coming into the world. So like this level of faith, I think we would maybe attribute if we just heard, these are what the two reactions of the sisters were, we would maybe attribute to Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Because we hear that she sat at Jesus' feet, she washed his feet with her hair and her tears and this oil. Like, and Martha, I think we sometimes tend to think Martha's like too worldly-minded, but like, she was trying to serve the Savior. She wasn't just trying to like. I
0: I definitely connect much more with Martha. Of a, me too. Like, I'm I'm doing. I'm gonna yeah. go do. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm going to go cook dinner. You guys can talk theology. Yeah. Like we need to
1: Yeah. Somebody needs to do. Somebody needs else wants to do the thing, Jesus doesn't condemn her. He he just says like Mary has chosen the better part. Like it is better to sit with Jesus than like it is better to go pray than do the dishes. Sometimes the dishes need to be done and that's yeah. our prayer. But if you're only ever doing the dishes yeah. if you're only ever serving and not spending time with the Lord, you're not growing to the best of your ability. Yeah. You're not being fed, you're not being filled up. Anyway, So she says, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, he who is coming into the world. When she said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying quietly, the teacher is here and he calls for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Um, Keep going. Uh, Mary, when she saw where Jesus was and saw him, fell at his feet, saying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping the Jews who came with her were also wound, weeping. He was deeply moved in spirit. Jesus wept, etc. And then um, he raises Lazarus from the dead. Which is beautiful and miraculous. But it's interesting because she's like expressing this in a very vulnerable emotional way. She's not doing anything wrong. Mm-mm. It's just really interesting that Martha's like, I know he will rise on the last day. And she's like, He's like, yeah, but I'm the Christ. Like, do you believe this? She's like, Absolutely. Like, I know you can raise my brother now if you wanted to. It's just interesting. I know we're kind of off topic from the Lent story, but this isn't really off topic. It's about no, not like at all. the different ways we can approach Lent, even of like. Yeah. I think you have to have a balance between your Martha and your Mary of like, yeah. you can't always, you can't just jump into Lent being like, okay, I'm going to spend seven hours a day in adoration. Or like, I'm o- I'm not going to talk to any of my friends. I'm only going to, whenever I feel like talking my, I'm this is not pointed at you. I'm yeah. just saying no, like, I, know you're I think right we not. can either jump into Lent with these like weird high expectations that disregard our human needs. Yeah. Or we can make it, I think I tend to lean this this way I'm about to say and I have a fear of doing it we tend to make it too about the world we tend to make it too Mm -hmm. about like what habits can I change you know like Mm -hmm. um you know in years past I've been like I'm gonna eat healthier for Lent and work out more for Lent and I know that works for you, and it's great that it yeah. works for you, and you can make it into a spiritual thing, because yeah. I think you have a really good connection between your soul and your body, because we've okay. talked about that a little bit. Yeah, we um, just with have, your have a whole Well, yeah, a whole this. different thing. Yeah. Um, soul and body. But and I, have, I have yeah. a lot of insecurities about, like, being active and, like, being not very athletic mm-hmm. and um, what I eat and things like that, and so... And just insecurities about things like that and so it's harder for me to do those things and make it spiritual and not just make it about how I look how I am perceived by others how mm-hmm. I'm being quote-unquote healthier you know yeah so it's really interesting I don't know I think ba- we have to balance our Martha yeah. and our Mary I I know we didn't really mean to talk about them this much but this kind of tied in real well. I, I um, love Martha
0: and Mary we I should always too. talk about yeah <laughs> really yeah um I will I want to say something I think this will tie in well because we're kind of talking about, like, Lent shouldn't be others-focused or really even too self-focused. It needs Mm -hmm. to be focused on Jesus. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, even a little bit self-focused of, like, this is my relationship with Jesus. I understand how Jesus died and suffered for me, Mm -hmm. and I want to unite with his suffering and participate in that. So good. And be connected to him through some of that. Um, But also, I feel like there needs to be a line between, like, penance and self-harm. Like, hurting yourself. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's just like my modern, like, perception. I was going to say perception.
1: And also, I think it has to, you have to really know intention. And I think it sometimes is hard for us to even know our own intention. Yeah. Especially if we're struggling. Like, we probably will talk more openly about this on here. But we both have struggled and do struggle with mental health. Yeah. And so... If you're in a place where you're struggling mentally, you're probably not going to be able to notice, um, I'm doing this in a self-destructive way. You're going to probably lean towards, no, it's fine. I'm just doing this because, and make excuses for yourself. So I think especially people who, who have struggled with mental health need to be careful of that yeah. line. And I think that strikes a chord for both of us. But I also have known people who don't struggle with mental health at all, or, or you know, to, to the best mm-hmm. of my knowledge, who who give up like big things or do big things of like, I'm not, I once knew this man and um, he wasn't a high schooler, but he was a guy who helped out with my youth group who did not eat any solid food for all of Lent. And that really scared me Mm -hmm. because of my understanding and my relationship to people and even with myself, my relationship with food, but my relationships with others who had, who had self-destructive eating behaviors yeah and like, talking to him about it more he was like no it's not like that at all like it's 100% like if if at some point you know my wife thinks that I'm being like he was talking to his wife about it all the time oh. he was talking to his priest about it all the time like he was like I trust her like if she tells me actually you're being really I almost said his name but I want to like call him out um actually you're being really self-destructive I think and like you should stop yeah. doing this he was like I will 100% like obviously slowly you can't just make yourself start eating again you're gonna make yourself sick but I will slowly like reintroduce solid foods as soon as she said that like we had a really deep conversation Mm -hmm. and that was really interesting that like I think that's where that line comes in between um something being harmful to you and like putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation or allowing yourself to be put in uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. for your sanctification is that accountability and like who's seeing this and is are they like do they have your best interests at heart? Do they understand where yeah. your mental health could be? And are they seeing you and truly, like, trying to keep you from harm and trying to make sure yeah. you're okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm, that's a good perspective. Yeah. I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah, I don't do well with accountability. I don't. It's <laughs> really funny. Yeah, I do. Why? I'm, I'm too prideful. Oh, okay. Oh, you can't be telling me what to do. I don't. You don't respond well. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's really Uh, funny because we just talked about how I kind of like... I'm trying to be accountable. You are. You are good. I try to be good at it. But sometimes when it's something like with... Yeah, like my food or my eating. I'm also... I feel like a pretty disciplined person. Mm -hmm. So when I choose to do something, I'll follow through. Mm -hmm. Or I just don't want to follow through. And then I don't want to be held accountable Mm -hmm. for it. Like... Mm -hmm. That's fair. I I didn't want to do it in the first place. Yeah. I've changed my mind or whatever and I'm like stop that's so funny stop holding me accountable I'm I'm done doing this thing
1: I think I do really I also say I I struggle with pride but I I think I do pretty well with accountability partners Mm -hmm. one because it makes me feel guilty (laughs) which is bad but also good like if it's making me do the right thing and it's not like it's not not Shame. It doesn't make me feel shame. It's not okay. like I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. I should do it, and I hate that I don't do that. And like, it's not like that at all. It's just like, oh, you're right. I know I should be doing that, and I'm not. Thank you. And it like feels uncomfy. That's what guilt is
0: to me versus shame. It's not. Okay, that's a yeah a great perspective. I yeah. don't I don't experience guilt. I only experience shame. Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, Dumb. Keep going. <laughs> but but I think
1: it makes me feel a little bit guilty but I think I, I can only receive it well if it's a person who I know truly has my best interest at heart if I think it's a little bit if I think you're doing it to be self-serving if I think you're doing it um because you don't like me or because you think that I'm doing something like quote-unquote wrong I really don't you know this I'm super prideful about this I don't like being told that i don't like the feeling that somebody thinks i'm wrong about something and mm-hmm. I also don't like the feeling that i've done something wrong i yeah. want to be good like that's i fear not being good yeah so um so if i know that the person knows me and knows like my heart and know, like you or like simon um or my roommates and other people um there are many very sweet people um then I, then i do okay with mm-hmm. with keep being kept accountable um, yeah. Or I guess the third thing would be if, if it's something that I'm particularly insecure about. So
0: what? So you talked about your Lent last year. What are you doing for Lent this year? You're doing Fridays. I think I'm gonna do some very similar things. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Fridays. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of like what day would do best in my week, and I there's just not a day that's gonna yeah. do well in right. my week. Right.
1: Um. And that's the thing too. If you need to modify it for your life for your
0: health. I will modify it for my my health. You you
1: don't need to, like, put yourself in harm or danger. Mm -mm. It's just, like, making yourself conscious of what you're doing.
0: Like, talk about that a little bit. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, so, like, if it doesn't work out... Like, I'm going to drink a coffee. I don't... I've thought about going off of caffeine this year, but I think that would... It would cause me a lot of physical pain. I Mm -hmm. definitely have a a caffeine addiction. Like, it just wouldn't be good. Mm -hmm. I would be miserable Mm -hmm. rather than, like...
1: like a joyful suffering yeah 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 father mike schmitz talks about this a little bit that like um obviously we have to fast and we have to abstain on the days that the church tells us to Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk a little bit more as you're talking about of ways that we are imposing our own fasting on ourselves but if you are if you cannot like because of where you are in your holiness journey be a kind like compassionate charitable like joyful person to others in your suffering if it causes you to sin then you then you shouldn't be doing it like that's not
0: helpful Mm -hmm. because it's not actually helping you grow in holiness it's actually making you sin yeah so like I know I get really hangry Mm -hmm. So on those days as I fast on Fridays I'm gonna go I'm gonna buy a pack of Gatorade and I'm gonna drink a gate probably two Gatorades a day so that my blood sugar is high enough so I don't bite someone's head off
1: that's very entirely
0: honest (laughs) yeah as you like to keep me from being mean from being, being mean
1: a, from being a mean person. Yeah, from being a mean person.
0: Yeah, so, so I'm gonna gotta do And think. if I go to the gym in the morning, I'm probably gonna drink a protein shake mm-hmm. To like give Make my are sure okay. Give right. my body what it needs. You would
1: rather Eat two eggs and toast and maybe some sausage links, but you're gonna not do that You're gonna do the thing you would rather not do while still keeping your body. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. cuz that's it would probably be unwise for yeah. me to just like go nothing. lift weights and yeah. then do nothing afterwards right that would exactly. be harmful yeah. Um, yeah, so i really love um it's called be a heart design and they do a lenten journal that you can download for free and it's amazing mm-hmm. and she talks about not sponsored not sponsored <laughs> but <laughs> i wish really she's so all great of, all of her stuff yeah um she talks about when you fast you're giving something up and so that you should replace something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then i also read my first Lent. i read something that like when you're doing fasting it's also a really great time to do almsgiving to yeah. give yeah. so my plan is i have a day of fasting but i'm also going to give to something like send money to a charity or do mm-hmm. something yeah
1: we're going to have a—we talked about at our last peer ministry meeting at CCM, we're going to have, a, mm-hmm. like, a service-like push. Um, one of the ideas that we threw out—and don't quote me on this, because they might not have finalized this. Megan, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I <laughs> this is wrong, but they we were talking about having a certain number of, um, like— like having it be a, a goal for people that like you do three service projects during like or you do five or you do whatever. Yeah. And then at the end you get you get something or you get to participate in something or you or something's we
0: give something to you. Like we are trying Inside to Insider scoop, f- I'm in the group chat for this. Are you? Yeah. Are they doing this? They are. Okay. So you do three, you attend three different, mm-hmm. you volunteer at three different service places. Did they use my idea? What's the prize? The prize is you will have a mass said for your yes! intention.
1: Yes, that's what I suggested. I was yeah. so excited. I was like,
0: that's so cool, that's so beautiful.
1: It pours into like the purpose of Lent is like service, almsgiving, like that's yeah. a giving of your time, giving of your talent. Mm-hmm. Um and then and then prayer, which like you can come to the mass that is being offered for your intention. How yeah. beautiful. And like we as I think we I think it's more popular for older generations to um, be go to like the the parish office and be like, hey, can I have a mass said for X Y Z? And we don't ever do that. Why don't we do that? We have, our, can we just do that? Yes. You don't have to pay anything. Well, it's suggested that you give a donation. Yeah. But I don't think there's a fee. And like Father is so stinking sweet, you could give him fifty cents, and he'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Like. Oh, I have things that I want yeah, mass sed 100%. for. One hundred percent. So I I yeah that on a different note of Lent like have a mass set for your intention. Like, for sure, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or for multiple masses, for multiple intentions. But I came up with that, and then I was like, Jeffrey, is that, like, a little, like, trading? Like, I'll pay you to pray for me. And he, like, laughed, and he was like, no, I think that that's... People are giving of their time. I think that that's honestly more appropriate than even asking people for a donation, to, to have a mass, like that's of their own charity. It's not required, but giving of your time and doing the service mm-hmm. and then, and then saying, we will pray for you. Like, how cool is
0: that? That's how it should be. I know. I'm really
1: excited actually about yeah. that down. How exactly I want to do Almsgiving. giving <laughs> because um, that's the three branches. The three pillars of Lent are prayers, fasting and almsgiving, fasting, prayers, whatever. Or do you want to do it in? Yeah. Um, they're like,
0: equal value equal
1: value all each other and i think you can't some have people have one without the other right, right? They, like, they all kind of tie in yeah and i think some people they only see fasting they only look at fasting and which is not bad that's mm-hmm. like different from most of the rest of the year we don't fast very often yeah. um but this is like our season of fasting essentially in mm-hmm. the liturgical calendar but um But I think that that's what people think of. And then it makes them not like Lent. Or it makes them think about Lent as this like, like I
0: have to give something up. I don't get to eat beef on (laughs) Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: But but I think when we focus on fasting, we do Lent a disservice. Even though that is a pillar of, Mm -hmm. of Lent. And also misunderstanding fasting does a disservice to Lent. So like a lot of people who grew up Catholic might remember fasting as like, oh, my mom told me I had to give up chocolate for or oh my mom told us we couldn't watch any movies all the time like yeah the point of fasting I get when you're a child your parents are trying to teach you and so they can't quite make it self-imposed but even then it should kind of be your choice mm-hmm. because that's what fasting is like the point of fasting is you are giving something up of your own free will even if you're being asked to in the yeah. end, end of the day it's your own free will and offering it to Jesus in order to unite your Suffering. I'm gonna put suffering in quotes because a lot of us don't make ourselves suffer, but your suffering yeah. or your discomfort or your even you're like ah, like you're just a little like mm, this bitterness. is annoying. Your bitterness, your 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 whatever inconvenience, inconvenience to the cross. Like if we are so broken that we can only inconvenience ourselves for Jesus when He literally died for us, He still loves us, and that's so good. Like yeah, like right, um, but but the point is to offer it to Jesus, to unite it to his cross. And the secondary thing, which I never heard about until probably high school or later, Mm -hmm. um, is that when you during Lent make the choice to offer something up that is not harmful for you Mm -hmm. and doesn't really have an impact on your life. For instance, if I were to give up Eating pasta. I don't eat pasta for every meal. It would not be a huge inconvenience. It would just be a, every time I went somewhere, I could, oh, I couldn't eat pasta. This is a really stupid example,
0: but. Yeah. Or, like, even when you, like, open your pantry and you see there's, like, macaroni. Or someone, I guess cookie. I'm trying to, I don't know. I think I need to find a better example.
1: But, every time I have to say no to that thing, like, a lot of the time, people aren't watching me. It's not like somebody's going to say, hey, you can't do that. Oh, it's not, it's not. Yeah, it's not supposed it's, to be visible. It's your own thing that you're imposing on yourself. And the reason why, other than offering it up and, and uniting it to Jesus, is because then when you are not being watched, when people don't know you, whatever, when people don't know your morals, your values, as a Catholic Christian, you can say no to things that do matter. Mm-hmm. And you have strengthened your will by saying no to things that do not matter, but you have consistently kept to that and you have consistently said no. Yeah. You have now strengthened your will to be able to say no to something that you want so that when you want to sin, because we sometimes want to sin, when you yeah. want to lie because it's more convenient, when you want to do XYZ because it's, it feels nice or it seems cool or whatever, mm-hmm. you can say no, hopefully, because you've now strengthened your will. And if you fall, it's not as important or as impactful as if you've fallen into sin. Right? Yeah, like the consequences if I accident- of eating pasta. Exactly, ne- like very <laughs> negligible. But, like, but the consequences of sinning on your soul yeah. are very deep. Yeah. The consequences of fall, like quote unquote, falling to this, like failing this fast, are not consequential. Really, you've mm-hmm. just neglected to do what you would say you would do. So, so, so the thing itself is not harming you. For instance, yeah. if you've given up coffee and you break down and you have a cup of coffee you're not gonna hurt yourself no but yeah every time you say no to coffee you are even after that even learning to come back from that is also a good skill yeah like falling down and then then being like okay but i'm still not gonna for the rest of them like i know i'm only seven days into lent and i've already failed but guess what i'm not gonna do it for the for the rest of Lent for the you know 33 days that are left i'm not gonna i'm not going to yeah. And then you fall again two days later and you're like, crap, this sucks. But yeah. it, the point is strength, strengthening yourself, strengthening mm-hmm. your will through the power of God, like not of your own yeah. ability, but that's where the prayer aspect comes in because you're consistently asking God to help you with your with your fasting, asking God to help strengthen your will, bringing him into every moment of every day. And that's why mm-hmm. it's it's important to unite the
0: three of those. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do one without the other. No. Um. So that constant reminder, like, you're thinking through mm-hmm. was another thing that I loved about Lent. It's like, mm-hmm. each time I would be saying no, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about Jesus right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm saying no to this thing, like, yeah, oh, I'm so hungry right now, and I cannot have eggs. <laughs> yeah. I cannot have a ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? I'm thinking about Jesus, and like, he's made my body, and he's given me hunger, and he's also given me food, and like... Yeah. And he's gonna take care of me. He's gonna take care of me. That's yeah. really sweet. I like that. That was a cool part of mm-hmm. doing that. And mm-hmm. what I'm looking forward to with saying no to certain certain foods and adding in exercise and being like, Okay, today I'm going to the gym for Jesus because I can't get to go to the gym I can't make myself go to the gym for just myself. Yeah, so,
1: so <laughs> I will do this for Jesus. Yeah. And and that whole thing too of like you don't have to make yourself miserable during Lent. Mm-mm. It's not really about that. It's about reframing. It's about offering up because here's the other thing you're going to run into while the church asks us to fast of something or whatever to to at least keep these three pillars in mind during lent uh, of something that is not your own accord you're going to experience discomfort and hardship you're going to and so the ability to reframe that and give it to jesus and come back to him and and offer it up in this way is a skill that you 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 need in every area of your life mm-hmm. because you're even without self-imposing it you're going to be uncomfortable or f- sad or whatever it may be at some yeah. point. Yeah. So again growing just growing in that strengthening that ability to be like oh I need I I need to just take this to the Lord. Yeah. So helpful. So good. I yeah. love Lent I
0: love Lent. I do too. I am oh, having some. Oh, what were you say? Oh, um, what do you think about uh, Sundays as feast days? So mm-hmm. when I did this last year, mm-hmm. I would, I would take a break from my fast mm-hmm. as like a rejoicing. Like I think with my social media, I still kept like, I wouldn't do more like an than an hour on mm-hmm. whatever, like an hour or two, but I would like. My sister would watch movies. She like wouldn't watch. She didn't watch TV for all of Lent, but then mm-hmm. we had like shows that we were watching as a family, and we would all watch TV oh, together okay. on Sundays. And then I would like, I would eat Sunday dinner with my family because they would always do like some kind of meat thing mm-hmm. that I was not partaking in for the rest of the week. Yeah. For the rest of the week, but so then it was like a, a celebration mm-hmm. of like Jesus is alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because keeping that realization throughout Easter, I have, what do you think about that? I'm probably still I have mixed do that. Yeah, feelings. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I think that for some things, one, for prayer, you should continue it every day. I think sometimes people are like, I have to, I'm taking a break from lunch because it's Sunday. Mm -mm. Rather than being like, okay, because this is Sunday, it's the Lord's Day, this is the day of this is the day of resurrection. Like, even though we're in this time of focusing on yeah. passion and death, this is the day of it's resurrection. It's a little Easter. It's a little My dad it's calls a little, it a mini Easter. It's a little Easter. But. Once a week. I think we can, either if we're pausing everything and just being like, I'm not going to pray today. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to, like, gorge myself on the things that I was giving up. That is. In some ways, defeat is a purpose. Yeah. Like, I think enjoying a little bit of the thing that you yeah. gave up, I think, especially if it pours into you in other ways, like watching a show with your family, that's so sweet and good, yeah. rather than she didn't hold herself up in a room and watch TV for six hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, th- I think there's just like a healthy way you can do it and an unhealthy way you can do it. Mm-hmm. I think for myself, I haven't decided yet because, Okay now if i say it on the podcast i have to do it this sucks um i'm gonna give up social media yeah like all social media except for um ones that i use for school um and so i'm really mm-hmm. nervous i've never done that i think you can do it it's gonna be hard i can i know i can and i think that's what's most frustrating about it is, is that you could it's have not done it all the, the whole could time i have done it all along <laughs> i don't need it it, but I kind of like it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so anyway um, so I, d- I can't decide if I'm going to go back on social media on Sundays um, I had a lot of people I knew growing up who would who would go back on social media on Sundays and that would be there um, they would like put up something on their story and be like see you on Sunday like every, every Sunday night or whatever. Oh, that's, that's um, a little silly well it was like my friends like they didn't have a lot of people but they'd be like see you next Sunday like oh, okay. go pray this week you know something like that yeah um, so I can't, I can't decide what I'm going to mm-hmm. do there. I really can't.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but that's my fasting portion is, as I'm fasting from social media and, and, um, as you said, kind of adding things in. Yeah, what are you putting I, back into here? I'm your... adding in reading. I love High to read. High I love to read. Love, love, love to read. Yeah. I love stories. I love learning. Um, but with reading so much in high school. A lot of my learning in high school is based on, you know, basically my whole history class was like history and literature. It was like a history lit class. So I would read all these like historical fiction or historical nonfiction books. Yeah. And I love that that like those genres. But it was hard for me to continually be reading a book, a big book, but then also have, like, on the side my own books that I liked to read, Mm -hmm. and that dragged into college, and now I'm a junior, and I, like, never read for fun or for my own, like, enjoyment, Um, except for a few books that I've, like, continually been reading for years and years, Um, so I'm excited to actually, really, really excited to plug that back in, Mm because I really do love to read, and there are lots of books that I own that I haven't read yet, especially, like, spiritual um, books that I've either, either bought, been given, um, want to read that I've seen on someone else's shelf. Uh, Jeffrey, one of our campus ministers, has like multiple books on a shelf that I'm like, I want to read that. Um, yeah. There's one called, it might be just called Abide, but that would be funny because her podcast is called Abiding Together. But it's by Heather Kim. It's about Jesus. And um, it is just Abide. Is it called Abide? Um, sure. I really want to read that. I really want to read that because mm-hmm. I love her. Um, I'm, I started a book... Called, by Frank Sheed, I think, called, um, like, uh, Theology for Beginners, or something like that, which was very good. I read, like, the first two chapters. Um, and then I'm reading this book that I've been reading for a long, long time, because it's <laughs> beautiful. I talk about it all the time. It's called Searching for a Maintaining Peace, yeah. A Small Treatise on the Peace of Heart by Father Jacques Philippe, and it's so good. And so I want to finish that, and I want to read more Jacques Philippe books. But I also want to read, like, stories. Yeah. I, I like... Yeah, I like stories of oh, all yeah. kinds. So, anyway, that's my fasting and what I'm going to plug back in. I can't decide what I'm going to do for almsgiving yet. Mm-hmm. I think I will try to do the service thing if it fits in yeah, my schedule. Cool. But also, I, I probably should tithe more consistently. I, l-
0: I loved, like, looking up organizations to give money to. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun.
1: Yeah. There are multiple that I have in my head. Like, there's yeah. Lifehouse, Lifehouse here in Springfield. Yeah. Um, I, I really want to tithe to them a little mm-hmm. bit. I want to tithe in general to the church, yes, better and like give that um, I mean that would be to the church. It's Catholic charities, so it's yeah. not. So yeah, I don't I don't know what that'll look like, but mm-hmm. I want I, I probably will end up tithing a little bit more consistently and hopefully giving up my time. Um, mm-hmm. Prayer.
0: I like the idea of doing an intention an for intention
1: the, every day. That's really yeah, sweet. So like
0: I would like pick a person or mm-hmm. like because I was converting, like a lot of the time I would be like, my conversion, and then I would like write a couple people's names. Yeah. And was I was like did, always. I did conversion. that
1: consistently yeah, yeah. in high school. hmm Um, I had a prayer journal and I would write my roses and thorns, which is very funny that we did that during Toto Swiss because yeah. I did that for years before. My roses, my thorns, and my prayer intentions. Mm. Um, and I did that really consistently and I have not found a way to make it like a thing I do again. So I'm, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how I will do that. I, I might, I am already starting and I'm going to try to continue through Lent praying a decade of the rosary every day. The rosary is really hard for me. It's so hard. Um, it so
0: hard. Oh, I need to put that on my list. <laughs> um,
1: the rosary is hard for me. Um, It is a a (laughs) whiny baby thing to say. It really takes like twenty minutes, like max. (laughs) Really takes like twenty minutes max, so it's really not that long. But I understand what you are talking about because if I find it really hard to focus, I find it really hard to enter into meditation. Well, Um, I've I've just not never been really a rosary girl, but i've been slowly doing a decade and i i love it i really do because then and every day i'm a choosing decade. a yeah right it's like digestible like i can do it um but even then i'm like skipping some days on accident so I'm, I'm i'm hoping that as it gets through line yeah. i will be really consistent um that's specifically for my vocation and my discernment and so i hope to add something else on top of that prayer wise that's not for that as well that i'm not because i I'm not only be praying about that i, I talked about that in spiritual direction but um Anyway, yeah, that's my, that's hopefully the things I will do for Lent. Also, I'm having an amazed night tonight. It's our last one for Lent. And then in two weeks, March 1st, we're having an amazed night on campus. And it's that I'm really hoping will be like a good Lenten thing. I'm like going to pray about it and like, Mm -hmm. because I'm hoping that people will come. I really want people to bring their friends who aren't Catholic. I really, really do. I just like worship music and like praise word music and like, uh, in general, that just genre of music is very loved by non-Catholic Christians. Um, so I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that, that people can, I feel like that's an event for anyone listening who you don't know what this, what I'm talking about. Emmaus nights are our nights where we have adoration of the blessed sacrament. Um, and then we, um, sing praise and worship music. Um, it's like my favorite Contemporary thing. Christian music. It's not really fully praise and worship. We don't have like a band like a lot of places do, but we have like piano, always piano, because I always, always play piano. piano. Singers, um, varying sometimes in it... how many. Sometimes a little cajon, which is like a little drum thing, and sometimes a guitar. Um, hopefully more consistent guitar this yeah. semester. But yeah, so so I really want to pour into that. Um, my music ministry in general, I really yeah, love. Yeah, that would so, be cool. Yeah. I think that goes... So it goes good for you. Thanks. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Do you have anything else to say about Lent?
0: Um, I got the Restore Guided Lent Journal for Prayer and Meditation um, by She's Sister up, Miriam I'm. James. <gasps> Love her. And I, I think speaking I'm, of Lent together. <laughs> yeah. I think I want to get a group of people together and I'll like send them the prompt for the day. hmm I think it would be fun to do like a community thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. i would love that yeah that's cool okay i have an idea that i want i want us to talk about like two or three things or like however many things of something that we are suggesting that other people go like check out or something that we're enjoying that we want to share
0: i talked about this to olivia a little bit before the podcast because okay i, I guess i didn't understand what you're yeah. saying okay whatever you go first okay and then I'll come
1: up my somewhere. first thing is well okay i'm copying off after abiding together a little bit um they do like, what's your one thing? And they share something that's been bringing them joy or one thing okay. that's been, um, on their heart or like yada, yada, yada. Usually it's like a book or like a conversation or a movie or a, whatever. Um, oh, awesome. I don't really want it to be exactly like that. I want it to be just like our suggestions of things people can enjoy and do and whatever, whatever, something that's been causing us joy, something that's been bringing us closer to the Lord, whatever. I want to talk about <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing but I'm obsessed with right now this cover of in the name of love. So the song in the name of love is by like BB Rexa or something? Yeah, BB um, Rexa. And I don't know, like from like 2016 or something, 2014? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was more recent than that. But anyway, no it's old. <laughs> okay. Because I didn't recognize it when I heard this cover. So this cover is by Carrie Job, who's a very popular like, praise and worship, contemporary Christian music artist. I, she sings The Blessing, right? I'm pretty sure she sings The Blessing. I love I The don't. Blessing. Um, I think it's Carrie Job and Cody Carnes or are or much more up anyway,
0: worship music than I am.
1: She does this cover for Spotify of In the Name of Love. It's Carrie Job. It's so good. I love her. I'm kind of obsessed with her voice. Yeah. And so she sings this. And it's a beautiful song in general. I, I liked that song when it was, like, out on the radio. But... <laughs> on the radio. I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but... reframing it to be a worship song, it, like, fits perfectly. Like, it's... It does. It's kind of supposed to Like, I, I have a... Yeah, a lot of... It's my thought that a lot of people, like, kind of approach it as a... as a faith-based song. She talks about, like, something in this holy light, like, you bring me back to life. It's very faith-coded, you know?
0: Um... A lot of love songs are, though. Yeah, I
1: know! So, so anyway, um... I'm obsessed with that song. I was just listening to it on my way back yeah. home, and it was like giving me full body goosebumps. Like, I love her voice. I love hearing how I could like apply that to my life, and like hearing how those words like Jesus could be speaking to me. And mm-hmm. like, highly recommend. But also, if you don't like it, too bad. I yeah. I love it. It's very yeah, I, I thought it was uh,
0: you thought okay. it was okay. I know, and um, I was like, isn't this beautiful?
1: Um, <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah. I just love her voice. Anyway. What's something that you're you're
0: thinking about? Or um, I am really kind of obsessed with Rehumanize International right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a consistent pro life ethic. Something nonprofit? I don't know. Yeah, so
1: they're a. I, I, to, I told you about them. So to me. they are a secular organization, which I find fascinating in the mm-hmm. pro life movement, non faith based organizations. While yeah. faith based organizations, especially Catholic organizations, do so much good, um, I find non religious pro life organizations really compelling I do too. because I think sometimes people can write off. The pro-life movement as just like, oh, it's because you believe in the Bible. Like, oh, whatever, who cares? While the Bible and our religious texts and our religious traditions inform our pro-life belief and our fr- pro-life view, it is not the end all be all. Well, it is for our faith, but it's not where we get all of our mm-hmm. information on being pro-life. It's not like the only place you can look for to be a pro-life person. And, yeah. I, and I think that's why I find Rehumanize International really interesting and really compelling um mm-hmm. so they have a consistent life ethic so they are against the death penalty they are against um you know assisted suicide assisted suicide any kind of use in Asia. Um, yeah. abortion anything you can think of that has to do with like violence against people and the and the taking of life mm-hmm. in any capacity when that is not our Job, we are not God. Um, we don't you know, have authority le- to do that from from conception till natural death. That, that is our whole yeah. thing, um, and that's their whole thing. And
0: I, I find yeah. that really cool. And it, and they're applying it to other things besides abortion because that's one thing. As someone who's been in the Christian world for a very long time, mm-hmm. since I was very small, I was always pissed as a young <laughs> person um, by the fact that people did not have a consistent. Pro life ethic. It, yeah. Like, you're going to be so anti abortion, like calling down wrath upon women in impossible situations. Sure. And then you're going to be pro death penalty.
1: Right.
0: State sanctioned violence towards
1: people. People of any kind. Human
0: yeah. beings. Right. We've done something wrong. Uh, right. We've our, our government has killed a lot of innocent people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so. I, I think that that's fascinating of them. And, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a very yeah. fascinating so I, organization, and, yeah, you've been doing a lot of, like, looking into everything, and yeah, looking love, at their shirts they make, yeah. and their pins, and their stickers, and, yeah, very cool, they were at the, they were at the March for Life this past year, mm-hmm. they, um, they had a woman speak, um, yeah, it's super cool, I, uh, yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, I cool. read through all of their employees, and I saw, yeah. they have pictures of everyone. yeah. It's super yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, probably. Cool.
1: Well, it was great talking to you. I love yeah. hanging out with you, as always. This was fun. It yeah. was fun.
0: Cool. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, um, um, Caroline's probably going to make another <laughs> Oh, yeah, do we want <laughs> Sorry about our intro song for our last
1: one. I don't like it anymore. I
0: think it's funny.
1: <laughs> 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 but anyway, Um. yeah. Yeah. Thanks end. for listening. Bye. Have a good Lent. Bye.